Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, I'll be talking about pets as children. Today's show is brought to you by GoDaddy. Buy your own domain name, build your site, or use any of GoDaddy's business tools and save 30% at www.trygodaddy.com forward slash the rant. All right, welcome everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your feedback and thank you for the reviews and the listens. I actually have been able to see that I've been charting on pretty much every single platform that's out there. iTunes had us as one of the top 200 most downloaded comedy podcasts two weeks ago. We're also being featured as one of the streaming or trending uh, podcasts on PodCoin. Thank you, uh, Bobby Amoto, for all the bashing on what the hell PodCoin is because that got us on the map for that one. Uh, again, download that app and it, it's the Chuck E. Cheese of podcast listening pa- platforms. It just pays you a point for every 10 minutes you listen to since I listen to podcasts every day. I'm just accumulating points to get myself a gift card or even just donate to charity because why not? Um, I do want to apologize. It's been a little bit since we have uh, had an episode come out, and today it is going to be me. I am solo. We've got no guest hosts. Not that we don't have some in the hopper right now. Just life has been a little bit of a surprise for us here in the, uh, the Herman James household. We have pets that are like kids to us, hence why today's episode is going to be about pet children essentially or fur babies as they're uh, commonly called um lucy and lexi are our babies in this house lucy is 11 years old lexi is five and a half uh lucy is a german shepherd pit bull mix with the tiniest legs you've ever seen looks like a uh, corgi legs potentially um we did that dna cheek swab test so we do know for a good part of what our breeds are for the dogs but, of course, it's always going to be a little bit of uh, randomness because it's just a cheek swab test. And it was like a group on, uh, I don't know, five years or so ago that we did these on. But Lucy, uh, being as old as she is and as happy as she is, tends to get herself into trouble. Uh, so for the past few weeks, I've been dealing with what they call happy tail. Apparently it's a layman's term for when your dog has a big, powerful tail that gets wagged very hard and smashes into things. If you've ever been to our events, any of our parties or summertime events, anything that we do, we host all the time here in our household, which is why we have it set up the way we do, um... You'll see that she's always coming around just cracking people in the back of the legs with her tail. It, it, she'll leave a welt. She will bruise you. Um, now, the issue with that is, one, it's uncomfortable for you. Yeah, I get that. That kind of sucks. But, two, she knocks it over all the time, so we've got to clean that up. Well, we always thought that she was playing a little bit rough with Lexi. Now, Lucy right now is about 70 pounds. Lexi is maxed out at about 37 pounds, and Lexi's a wiry little girl, uh, like a mini whipping on crack. 
And uh, she, we thought, was biting Lucy's tail. Well, it turns out Lucy was cracking her tail so hard against the walls and corners of walls that she was bursting open her tail just a little bit and then licking the blood because that's what animals do. They lick their wounds. And it turns out that because of that, she got some necrotic tissue as well as infections and everything. It's all sorts of bad. And if you guys have been following me on social media, you've seen the pictures I put up there. If you haven't checked them out yet, check out Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. You'll see them. You'll see everything on there. Uh, you can also check out thehermanjames.com. I'll have them under the episodes tab at the top. You'll see the pictures of Lucy's tail. Because of how bad it got this time and her age just not healing, um, we've actually got an appointment to have the tail amputated. Um, I'm sad about it. Uh, the girl's sad about it. But we're also happy that this will cure the issue we've been having and there will be no longer issues with her having to be in a cone and hitting her tail on things and being an uncomfortable dog. So it's the silver lining to a very, very gray cloud for us. And that's a good thing for her. We love Lucy. We've had her since she was six months old. And she is a wonderful, wonderful dog because she scares the shit out of people with a knock on the door. That's what they do, right? the form so that gave me really the idea for this episode because we all see people all over everywhere walking their dogs fuck now they're walking cats in my old neighborhood i saw a motherfucker walking a rabbit yeah a rabbit on a harness they'd walk it it's absolutely crazy it's some of the weirdest things i think i've ever seen has to be that essentially it is just a weird weird thing and people do weird things for the animals people do normal thing for the animals and then people's ideas of what's normal isn't going to be universal to everyone so we all think that the person walking the cat's fucking crazy well because it kind of is oh, sorry about that guys taking us away today we've got the uh, device brewing company's kid casual blonde ale sacramento brewing company uh here is uh, local guys doing it, so check it out. Thanks uh, for the uh, beer for us today, guys. I appreciate it. We'll have the links for these guys in the uh, podcast episode. You all see some posts on social media. But back to crazy people. There is a whole bunch of fucking videos, and we joke about it all the time, about people checking out cat videos and watching them on YouTube. That's like YouTube gold. Um, how many of us have... Honestly, I have not seen the cat sitting on the Roomba going all over the place. Plus, the guy walking his cat on a beach. That shit's all weird. I like messing with cats. I like messing with dogs. I mess with my dogs like I do cats. Laser pointers and throwing stuff all over the place. It's fun. But because our pets are just that, pets... People have this weird idea and this fucked up statement all the time that pets are not kids and having a pet is easier than having a kid. And for those people, I like to say, go fuck yourself because yes, children are difficult. Children are not going to be easy. Now there are 
a few and far between that are going to be fucking easiest baby you ever had. Never cried, never had a problem. We've all heard someone tell you that story. And you know, as that kid grew up, he's a fucking asshole or she is a fucking whore. Um, it's true. I mean, let's be honest. The mom said they were great, but you know who they are. And like, yeah, I'm almost a fucking liar. But um, so you're going to have these people tell you that you don't know what it's like to be a parent. And you've heard me say this on previous podcasts when it came to like PTO requests or just, you know, what I call child shaming or lack of child shaming, if you want to call it for that. But people always want to tell me that because I have pets, I don't know what it's like to have kids and pets are so much easier because you can just set them and forget them like fucking a Ronco fucking chicken cook. I forgot what that thing was called, the rotisserie chicken thing. I don't know, but, and if you don't know who that is, Ronco, uh, anyway, it's not true, like, if you have a pet, cats included, I don't like cats, they're not my thing, um, I love dogs, I've always had dogs in my life, I'll continue to always have dogs in my life, that's just something, it's near and dear to my heart, I love the companionship, I love when I come home, they're happy to see me. It breaks my heart when I go and they're not happy I'm there. I love that they protect my house. I love that they scare people away from my house when I don't want to answer the door for fucking Mormons and Jehovah's. I have nothing against the religions. But you fuckers come knocking on my door, I will let the fucking hellion out come after you because you have passed the gate of do not enter. Now you're trespassing. And you know what? I'm afraid for my life. But... Cats don't do that for me. You don't have attack cats and stuff like that. I'm sure there are videos of the attack cats and people do train them. But my dogs do that for me. I love them to death. So if you hear a little shaking in the background or some tippy tapping or whatever it might be, that's Lexi and Lucy. You're going to be able to hear them behind me. And uh, I'll try to keep them down a little bit. But you have this ability with pets to have a bond that you don't have with others. Humans have a different kind of a bond. Uh, dogs and cats have been able to bond with people. I know there's iguanas, snakes, uh, betas, uh, they've got goldfish. There's a ton of fucking pets you can have, and I get it. I don't have those pets. I never really have had those pets, so I can't, you know, have any sort of assimilation to that idea. But I can treat it the same as I do with my dog. Now, to tell me that it's easier to have a dog than as a kid. There are some ideas where that is considered to be true. I can leave my dogs in the house at a young age for themselves and keep them in a kennel or once they're housebroken, let them stay in the house or go into the backyard out and they're fine. They're good to go by themselves. A child, we assume, is not because law says so. I was left alone as a child. Me and my older brothers, a year and a half older than me, we did just fine. We grew up. Perfectly fucking normal, depending on who you ask. And we didn't die. We're good. We're all right. We're still here. So the idea that children are fucking helpless is because you want them to be helpless. You want them to need you. You want them to want you. That's the same idea when it comes to pets. People like pets coming up and cuddling with them because it makes you feel wanted and loved. And it gives you that euphoric feeling and all the oxytocin kind of comes out and you feel love and warm 
It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I get it. And I understand that. Now, what people don't understand is I can't bring my dogs everywhere. And like other fucking idiots that do that shit, I know where they can and cannot be, should and should not be. My dogs are not fucking therapy dogs. If you ever met these fucking hellions, they're not going to be the calm, cool, and collected kids in the classroom. They're going to be like squirrel. Every time someone walks by, they're going to want to sniff, play, and pounce. They're not going to attack everybody and everything. That's not who they are. But they are nosy and they're curious and they just want to see the world. And I love that about them because that's what makes them adorable. Now, you can take your kids anywhere you want to. You shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't be in half the fucking movies I go to see that have rape, murder, fucking exploding bodies, sexual content. Yeah, I see some fucked up movies and some regular ones too. But you shouldn't be bringing your kids to horror movies and all those fucked up things because you want to go see it. Get a fucking babysitter. Do something with it so that you don't have to ruin everyone else's experience in that theater. Same goes to you, you fucking pricks that bring your dogs and cats and shows you to bars and they're not trained. Get them the fuck out of there. That's not a therapy dog. A 300-pound fucking gigantic moose of a dog, St. Bernard, is not a therapy dog. That's a fucking horse. It doesn't belong in a fucking bar. Tie it up outside. Go the fuck in. There needs to be a limit to what people do and where they go with their kids and with their pets. Now, you want to be able to take your kids anywhere. You want to take your animals anywhere. And I understand that. But we have to know limits. Now, as both the pet and the child grow up, they both start to get trained. Both because you are training them a specific way, educating them, however you might want to talk about it. Or because... They're watching the way you interact. Now, this is how all animals are the same. You want to train them one way, but they see you acting another way. So, their subconscious takes over, the id, ego, all that takes into judgment, your actions, and your reactions. Dogs know what to get away with and how to push that button, push those limits, And they're always going to do it. Children will as well. Now, as children get older, you feel worse about disciplining your children. Now, no one feels all that bad about disciplining their animals. Now, your animal is seven years old. That's 49 dog years. And your animal pees on the floor. You're going to rub the dog's nose and it, maybe swat him on the nose or swat him in the butt and teach him what's going on. Your child's seven years old. What's the bed? Are you rubbing your kid's nose in it, swatting him on the nose or the butt so that they know better what not to do? No, you're not. Are you mad at the child? No, you're not. Are you pissed off? Ha, funny, that you have to now clean the sheets and the bed and the laundry has to be done for the PJs. Yeah, you are. You're annoyed with that. But you don't discipline a child for that. So how does that make the child more 
difficult than the pet. You discipline the pet, then you have to clean up by hand. The child, you say, oh, it's okay, Timmy. Now, Timmy's 10 years old. And the dog's 10 years old. 70, it's an old dog. Dog pees on the floor. You do it again. You swat the nose, the butt. You rub the nose in it to teach him wrong from right. What about Timmy? Timmy does it again. Do you do it to him again? Fucking doubtful. Are you sending your kid to fucking school with diapers on at that age? That's on you. You're a fucking bad teacher at that point. There needs to be a point where you need to stop coddling the child. Now, if the dog is urinating in the house at that age, it is not the dog's fault. There is a causation that happened you need to find. Were they inside too long? Did they have too much water in a short amount of time? Was there something that scared them? You need to play detective because guess what? The dogs don't talk to you. Kids do. Kids talk to you. Dogs don't. Timmy gets hurt. Timmy can tell you where it hurts. Yeah, I get that they're going to exaggerate on how it happened or how bad the pain is or all whatever about that. Great. Dog gets hurt. They can't tell you anything. You can see the limping, but you don't know if it's the paw, the ankle, the elbow, the hip, the spine, or where it's at. You can try to palpate and feel. Okay, great. Now the foot's sore, but you know what happened was they subluxated their shoulder. That means that the shoulder came in and out of the socket. So just in case those of you that don't know that. And due to the pain from that, they were limping on the foot, which caused it to be thrown off a little bit. And I'm going a lot further than this should have to go. But they can't tell you everything. And sometimes you don't even notice that for a while. Now, Timmy will tell you that pretty instantly. Or the teacher will send you a note home or call you and inform you. you. You don't know that. Well, what if your dogs have the ability to go inside and outside the house? What if they throw up outside and you don't know that till you go to clean up the dog run or your backyard? Or maybe you don't even do that. Maybe you have a gardener that does it, so you never see it. So you didn't know that they were sick for a while until they looked lethargic and they're just not moving and you take them to the vet. And it's a week or two later. That doesn't happen for your kids. You know almost instantly. So how does that make having a kid harder than having an animal. It's not the same thing. It is apples and oranges. You, you can't say that because you assume that my pet is less maintenance than your kid, that that's equal. That's fucked up. That's not the same thing. Yeah, the food idea is a little bit easier depending on how much you spoil your dogs. My dogs have... Two different types of kibble that gets mixed into one fucking uh, bag and then that gets poured into their bowls each morning and night. That's a little highfalutin. But I want to make sure my dog gets their omega-3 fatty acids. I want to make sure they get their fish oil so that their joints stay good at an older age and that they stay good to go and the food is healthy, healthful, healthy, whatever the fuck it is for them. Now... No, I don't have to cook food for my dogs all the time, every day, morning and night. I get up and I get to pour them food into a bowl. Yeah, that is easier. But you know what? So is when you're breastfeeding. You're not making anything. Yeah, I get it hurts your nipples. I don't need any hate mail coming in from that. I understand how this shit works. 
But again, you're not prepping anything. You're not doing anything. Okay, so you can't drink while you're breastfeeding. I'm going to phrase that. You shouldn't drink while you're breastfeeding. I know people that do. But that, again, is, if anything, the exact same as me pouring shit into a bowl for a dog. Now, when they get older, are you making yourself breakfast and then you're giving them some of the same thing or making them a little bit different? How is that any harder? Or different than what you would normally do on a regular day. And when they get old enough, aren't you just having them get cereal? That's easier. They're doing it themselves. You're not even fucking doing it. And if you want to talk about, oh, I've got to do dishes. Fuck you. Everyone's got a dishwasher. Everyone nowadays has a dishwasher. And if you don't, you wish you did. And that, that is what it is. So, when it comes to those ideas, you're either equal or there's... Just no comparison. It's not the same thing. So now let's move on to grooming. My dogs are beneficial that they don't need to have their hair cut, their fur cut. Win for me. However, I've got to clip their fucking nails all the time. Now you do it for your babies and for your toddlers when they get old enough, they do it for themselves. Again, I can't get my dogs to do that. Yeah, I can take them on walks on the cement. That kind of grinds them down. Still need to be clipped. I either need to clip them or when you take them to a groomer or the vet to have them clipped. You don't take your fucking kids to a salon at a young age to have it done. And those of you that take your fucking daughters or sons to salons to have fucking pedicures and manicures, you're watching way, way, way too many fucking toddlers and tiaras or dance mom bullshit that should not be a thing for your kids let them be fucking kids go and do your fucking thing and have a good time with it and those of you take your dogs to get fucking pedicures and manicures and paint that shit you're a weird motherfucker too that is equally weird you're a weird individual same as the people that fucking dye their dogs weird fucking things if you do it as like a one-off thing for like a halloween or for a parade or something like that. I'll even give it to you if it's just like a joke on someone. I'll get that. that, that that's fine. That's a costume for an event. Just like kids. I'm okay with that. But if you're doing that shit habitually. Because you want to go get your fucking nails done. And do some fucking bend and snaps while your fucking chihuahua gets their nails done. Yes, that was Legally Blonde reference. Get over it. Then that's just fucking weird. But you train your kids. After they are able to learn and physically wash themselves of how to do it. Dogs can't do that. I can't make my dog bathe themselves. She's not going to do it. Not going to go out there, turn the hose on herself, bathe herself. Not going to jump herself on a bathtub or a shower. Not going to do it. She'll come into the shower with me and let me wash her and dry her, which is a fucking feat. Drying kids is easy compared to drying a wet shaking dog that likes to get their fur and get water everywhere kids you just have to worry about if they're using the fucking soap or not that's probably one of my most favorite stand-up bits is cosby yeah i know what he did to women i I just that's not the point right now but he had an 84 stand-up where he was telling his kids to go take a shower turn on the water use the soap Wash your hair. Rinse off the soap. Use a towel to dry your body before you put your clothes on. It's probably one of the more funny bits I think I've ever heard because 
I went there as a kid. I, I figured out how to try to scam take in a shower, not knowing what it was about. And then my little brother, I had to catch him on trying to scam out of it because I had done it prior to him and no one really kept on me about it. So I kept on him about it because I thought it was an important thing to be addressed. And that's how it works. You have kids that watch kids that do that. Again, kids are able to learn to do for themselves. Dogs don't have thumbs to do most things that kids can do. So again, how does that make having an animal easier than having a kid? Now, kids at a young age before they can walk are in strollers. Fantastic. Got to push those little fuckers around and that sucks. I get it because some of those strollers are heavy, especially the affordable ones. Unless you want to pay like $1,000 for some fucked up expensive one that's super light and flips around. You can one in front, one in back, or both on the side. I don't have three deep, three wide. You can have this. Those things get fucking crazy. I get it. Like it, it's, it's no joke. And dogs typically just walk. You have dogs on leashes that can walk around, whether it's a harness, a, a gentle leader that goes around the muzzle, or if it is just a plain old leash. And training dogs isn't an easy thing to do, and dogs have more of an issue when they're out. When you walk by another mom or dad in a stroll with a baby, with your baby, does your baby or the other baby lunge at each other? Do they try to get at each other when you're walking strollers? Do they growl at each other when they walk by? And then you have to apologize to the other mom or dad saying, I'm sorry, Timmy's not aggressive. I don't know what's going on. Fuck no, you don't. And if you did, that's fucking great. Shoot me an email and a video at thehermanjames.com because I'd fucking love to see that. But that's something you deal with with dogs. Even the most well-behaved dogs have to react to other dogs no matter at what age. But walking dogs is easier than walking a baby. Why? Who the fuck knows? I, I just don't understand the comparison. Now, you set up play dates for kids, right? So you try to find people that you can tolerate. I like the TV show Parents or Parenthood. I think it's Parenthood. Uh, I, I don't turn it on. The girl turns it on and we watch it. So it, it is funny because they talk about having play dates and they don't give two shits about the other kid or the other parents too much as long as they can tolerate them or just drop them off and get the fuck out of there. So you're willing to leave your kids with people you don't know that well. Okay, cool. That's great. Not creepy at all. Do you check to see if they have insurance? And they No? Oh, okay. Do you, do you check the reference? Oh, oh, your one friend has done it and nothing, nothing's happened to that. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's weird. That's fucking weird. Now, if I go to drop my dog off somewhere, like a doggy daycare, I'm checking their insurance. I am checking recommendations. I'm asking anyone I know who's ever been there or not what goes on. I'm then asking questions about what happens if there is an issue with my dog and another dog. What am I paying them for? How is this going to be done? What do I... I ask more questions about my dog than I know that most people ask about their kids. You set up these daycare play date things with other parents and other kids. So then you 
Let the kids go with each other. You assume it's in some safe area. For most of you fucking parents out there, I'm assuming it's a fucking padded room because little Timmy is... It's just too dangerous for him to be out there. There's so many weird things and sharp corners. Fuck that. Let the little motherfucker eat dirt. Climb a fucking tree. Fall out of a tree. Ride a bike. Fall off a bike. Be out front without supervision. Yeah, Timmy's not rapable. No one's taking Timmy. There's not been more cases of child abduction now than prior than a few years ago. I'd say the ratio is still probably near the same, but we just hear about it more often. And the fear-mongering has gotten so much, so much worse than it was back then because everything is a fucking market now. Goddamn leashes on kids are fucking ridiculous. Fuck you, goddamn children wearing goddamn harnesses and monkey backpacks with six-foot fucking tails. Fucking assholes. That's what those are. Assholes. So, these kids are out playing somewhere, and now you're just fucking talking to the other fucking people there. You don't even watch your kid anymore. You're having cocktails and happy hour playing fucking bridge or hold them. Whatever the fuck it is you do. Now, me, I take my dogs to a dog park. I've got to watch my dogs every fucking moment because I don't know every other dog out there. I don't know how things are going to react with each other. Dogs going to run around. And this is in a completely enclosed area. You have perfect line of sight from one end to the other. And I am more nervous about what's going to happen than fucking parents with their kids. Their fucking children. The ones you humped to make. I bought mine. You humped to make yours. And less fucks given. But having kids harder than, than having pets. Again, don't get it. But that's what I'm told. So now, my dogs are getting older. I have them on pills. I take them to the vet more frequently. And it's at a younger age. I said, Lucy's 11. How many daily pills do you give your 11-year-old? I'm pretty sure you don't. And if your 11-year-old has any illnesses or ailments, that's a different story. I'm not talking about cancer kids. I'm not talking about children that have cleft palate. Yeah, that's a fucking hard one. You ever want to have a hard time in life? How about having a kid that is frustrated because he's expressing himself and no one understands him and he can't get understood? You have to essentially decode the child's sentences before you really understand what's going on. That child is a fucking rock star. That child coming out normal after any of that. Millionaire, rock star, best child ever. Same thing with animals that have disabilities. You have a dog that has epilepsy. Still the happiest dog in the world. Check out some of these three-legged dogs. Happiest dogs ever. Cats, same issue. Fantastic. Cat maybe has a wonky eye. Ah, I'm talking about wonky. Happiest cat ever. Lives with other dogs, no problems. Because they're able to assimilate into that environment. But I'm talking about just the run-of-the-mill average kids. Not every kid's fucking special, you dick fucks. So Lucy's 11 years old, 77 in dog years. Yeah, that's old. That's an old for any dog, really. But... 
she has one of those grandma Sunday through Saturday pill deals that she gets. Pills every morning and every evening. I have to make sure she eats them every morning and every evening. I have to make sure that she's combed, she's groomed, she's okay. When I come home, I have to make sure she hasn't injured her tail on the walls before we get amputated. And again, check things out on uh, on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on Instagram. We'll have things up. It's coming up shortly here. Uh, it is going to be a hard one, but we'll show you how happy she is. She's a good dog. So, is that what you do? No, you don't do that. And I get it. At 11 years old, your kids are almost the age where you feel like you should be able to leave them alone, but you can't. Not everyone has the ability to have a stay-at-home parent and be a stay-at-home parent. It's not easy, and it's not affordable. I understand that in every way, shape, and form. But you still have to make do with what you've got. So you have parents, you have friends, family, or you're paying like 1600 bucks a month for four days a week that your kids have to be in daycare. That's fucking expensive. I get it. That's really expensive. But does that watching of your kids by someone else make your child more difficult than having a pet? That can be by itself that you have to come home and worry about it being alive or injured. No, it's not. I don't think that they are comparable. I think that the cost of watching a kid versus being able to leave a pet at home is different. I don't think one's better or worse than the other, but I do think they're different, and that's something that has to be addressed. Do you want to start getting paid for listening to podcasts, especially The Rant? I know you do. It's free money, and why not do it? Download the PodCoin app. It's free for Androids or iPhones. Use the code THERANT to get 300 points right off the bat for downloading the app. You can turn the points into free gift cards for Starbucks, Target, and a whole bunch of other things. Things are added every day for doing what you're already doing, listening to podcasts. Download the PodCoin app or check out thehermanjames.com for links. And don't forget to use the promo code THERANT for your free 300 points. Okay, so let's go back to the idea of training your pets, training your kids, teaching, educating, however you want to talk about it in relation from one to the other or both. It's the same to me. Now, I am consistently always trying to train my dogs and keep them trained. Nope, that's not going to be the best always. And no, it's not easy when there are numerous people around the environment that don't keep the same facets and keep the same commands in there. And that's in terms of like the sit, stay, lay down, go easy, whatever you're teaching your dogs to be able to do cats. I haven't seen many cats being trained, but there are some good trained cats. And so it's something that's different with every individual and pet parent. That's a nice pet parent owner, whatever you want to call them. I know there's some semantics about, oh, it's their human, it's their companion. It's I, it, To me, it's just semantics. It, it doesn't matter to me how you want to say it. It is what it is. Um, now, when it comes to kids, it's pretty well universal. Say please, 
thank you, respect your elders, don't talk back to adults, and when adults tell you to do something, you should do it. It's pretty universal around most people. Now, parents get pissed off, more so when they're misbehaving, ill-trained children aren't behaving properly, and someone else tells them to behave properly, and there's the whole, don't tell my child what to do, you're not their parent, they don't have to listen to you, well, fuck you, maybe you should teach your children what to do for the first fucking place, so that someone else doesn't have to jump in and do it for you, because you want to be your fucking child's friend, and not be their parent, it's not how parenthood should be, parenting is a verb, there you go teachers, I said it, you shouldn't leave parenting to other people that are not the parents. You should teach your child how to act in public, how to be polite, the right and the wrongs of the world and human interaction. You should be able to teach your children how they interact in social environments, in school, when they're out of school, how to do homework, when to do things, and how to incorporate all of this into a learning and more well-developed environment so they become more warm, welcoming, and educated individuals and adults, young Americans, fuck, I don't care where you're from, anywhere. That should be a universal. Now, everyone gets annoyed at that, but when you see someone out with their dog and their dog nips at you, you yell at the fucking owner. That's a horrible, blah, 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 blah. If your kid's fucking running around and I yell at you if your kid being a fucking asshole, what are you going to do? You're going to get fucking offended because that's your fucking offspring. You humped to have that one. And dogs should know better. Maybe don't let your fucking child put their fucking face and press it and smush it up against a goddamn dog's face. You get what you get when you put your face in an animal's face. You deserve what's going to happen to you. Yeah, that's fucked up. I don't even care. But people try to train their pets as well as they can do. They take them out to socialize them. And people that aren't associated with that family, that pack, whatever sees them lawn, word, verbiage you want to go for it, they fuck it up and then get mad at the individual who's holding the pet. I didn't welcome you to come running to my dog. And try to pet my dog. I didn't encourage you to pull my dog's ear. I didn't encourage you to put your face in my dog's face. Why am I responsible for your stupidity? That should not be the way of the world, but it is. We're all penalized because someone fucked up somewhere. That's you, bad parents. Didn't teach someone how it's supposed to really be. And now... The good people and the good animals get penalized because someone didn't do their job when they were supposed to. If your kids are with you and they see another kid, do they then run up to a kid that they don't know and smush their face against another kid? Do they pet them aggressively and pull their ears, put their hands near their mouth? And what if another kid bit your kid? You'd freak the fuck out. Fucking cannibal. But you know what? The other parent would think your kid's a fucking weirdo. Because it is. 
Why are the norms not being taught? If you want to go for norms for kids versus norms for pets, if your child runs up and smells another child's ass, go to fucking town. Guess what he had for lunch? That's on you. Dogs do that naturally. That's what's ingrained in them. The acts your child is doing at five years old are things you have allowed them to do or see. My dogs will get away with anything and everything I let them get away with, and they do not stop. They continue to push that envelope at any age. We, as humans, are supposed to do the same. We don't settle for less than we think we deserve. We always should be thriving to learn more, better ourselves so that we can better those around us. That should be the idea, at least. That's how animals work. They work in a pack. They do for each other. They train with each other. They protect each other. We overly protect our youth. We don't let the kids interact the way they should. We don't let the kids Play like they should. You let dogs run around wherever the fuck they want to in your backyard or in a park. Great. Kids, don't touch that. Don't eat that. Don't put that in your mouth. Don't climb that. Don't step there. Don't run. Walk, 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 walk. Just let a kid be a kid. Let them do what they want to do. Now, I don't understand the idea of free-range parenting and how that has become something of an anomaly and now people are trying to charge parents with child endangerment because you let your of-age children play outside and don't watch them 24-7. Anyone right now that is of 30 years old or older didn't have that when you were a kid. Your parents didn't sit on the fucking porch with you all day, all night watching you. You knew when the street lights came on, it was time to go home. Go to Warren G. Lyric. Now, you don't do that with kids nowadays. People are like, oh, we're the goddamn parents. No, the parents shouldn't have to be there. The parents should be able to teach their kids to get the fuck out of the street. Look both ways. Don't be an asshole. Those should be normal things kids learn. Kids should know their boundaries. I could go to my friend's house who was four blocks away. And that was the nth of my limits. That's as far as I could go. Did I go further? Yeah, of course I did. Then my parents didn't know, but I didn't tell them. I didn't get in trouble. I didn't do any mischievous things that got me in trouble. So I learned pretty well of how to push those boundaries and push those limits. Children need to be able to do that. Children's limits now are, I want tech time. Give me a cell phone. Give me an iPad. Give me a computer. They want to break the rules and how long they have screen time. Not, I want to go outside and play with a fucking slingshot. They want to play fucking Angry Birds or Minecraft or Fortnite or Call of Duty. They want to push limits on their time frame to stay in the house and do shit like that because you are afraid to let them out. Now, there is an extreme to that of having no limits on your kids, let them go where the fuck they want to do, and now they're becoming little whores. I get that. There is a deviation, but that comes to parenting. That comes to the other fact 
of fuck cats. Fuck them. Who the fuck decided it was okay to let cats just be wild? I have an outdoor cat. Okay. Do they live in a cage? No, no, no. Precious gets to go wherever she wants. She comes back at night for food. Precious. Is Precious fixed? No, 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 no. Precious is not fixed. So Precious is the whore. She's out there pissing on my lawn, fucking up my garden, and fucking up my dogs because she walks on my windowsill and my fence posts, and my dogs freak the fuck out. Then my dog chases your cat in my backyard, and I'm an asshole. Fuck you and your Precious. The Precious? Fuck that. Cats should not be able to roam freely. If dogs are not able to roam freely, cats should not be able to roam freely either. Personal opinion, and it's the right one. There should be no animal, pet, whatever you want to call it, that's able to roam freely throughout the fucking city, however you want to call it. Because if my dog shits on your lawn, I have to pick it up. If your outdoor cat shits on my lawn, you should have to come pick it up. You, follow that fucking cat. Pick up that cat shit. That's your job. No. That's not what they want to do. It's a wild animal. Fuck no. These animals, these dogs, these cats, they've been domesticated a long time ago. That's why they have an ability to look at you with what they call those puppy dog eyes. That was something that was done hundreds of years ago. The test just came out today about it, actually. Uh, heard about it on NPR. And it releases the endorphins and makes you feel that they need you or that they could be hurting and that you want to protect them or they want to love you and you need to love them back. That's fucking brilliant. Genetics and science and evolution came in to let the dogs manipulate you. It's fucking fantastic. I think it's hilarious. Wonderful, wonderful little bit. Now, free-range parenting is not a thing. Let your kids outside to play? That's okay. Teach those little fuckers boundaries. Kids should not be playing in the street. This car's coming. They shouldn't flip off cars that are trying to drive down the street. If your child does not know that a car can kill them, you did bad as a parent. Poorly. Fuck grammar. That should be something that children shouldn't have to question or think they've got the right to be on the fucking road. There is a right to cross a street in a right area. And then there's the same guy that we all fucking yell at who's crossing a fucking busy ass street in the middle of goddamn day screaming at nothing. And you hope it doesn't fucking break your windshield. Yeah, that's what I think of your kids when they're playing in the fucking street. Don't get out of the way. Crackhead that you're yelling at? Your little kids are crackheads too. That's what they're going to be like. You don't fucking train them right. My dogs are trained not to be assholes. I have made sure that I've poked, prodded, pulled, and fucked with everything that could possibly make them nip, bite, bark, or snarl at a child. Because a small child does not know their strength. And one that is in the act of being trained, doesn't know. And I have empathy for that, and I love that child to death, 
and I will help train that child. That's why my dogs are trained to not bite, nip, bark, snarl, anything at them. My dogs actually protect them like they did my niece in my house. She was an infant, couldn't walk hardly, and my German Shepherd Pitbull would make sure no one came near her because that was her baby. She protected her more so than most of you fucking parents protect your own kids nowadays. And you want to tell me that's because parenting's hard. You know what wasn't hard? Fucking. Fucking was easy, wasn't it? It was fun. You got your fucking grind on. And then a few months later, a baby comes out. You weren't ready for it, but you're ready to get fucked. And now you got to deal with the consequences. Deal with that shit. Learn how to be a fucking parent. Because you're going to tell me that you have a kid and you have a higher power or a fucking better purpose than I do because I have pets? Who are you to tell me you're better? Yes, having kids is not an easy task. It's not a short-lived thing. It's a lifetime requirement and responsibility and job. Having pets is equally as hard. No, pets don't live as long as kids, typically. And yes, there are going to be some advantages of having a pet over a kid, as well as there are some advantages of having a kid over a pet. But there is no rationale whatsoever to say that it is easier to have a child than it is to have a pet. They both have the same infancy issues. They both cry at night. You get up constantly to clean them, to let them go to the bathroom, to soothe them. You then have to teach them right from wrong. You have to train each one individually. You then have to worry about how others are going to treat your pet or your animal. Now, as the animal gets older, it still doesn't talk. As a child gets older, it starts to talk. It can tell you its ailments. The pets cannot do that. The children can talk pack. The dogs and cats can fucking ignore you. The children can get knocked up at a young age. Your pets can also get knocked up if they're the wrong place at the wrong time or unsupervised. Now, each one is equally difficult, but as the child gets older, you have less and less responsibility because the child can do for themselves whereas the pets just get older the responsibilities and the duties do not get any less as they get older not that having a child at an older age is any fucking easier the worry is still there but the child can feed itself wash itself get itself where it needs to go dogs cats snakes birds fucking fish can't do that You have to take them everywhere. You have to drive them, escort them, clean them, take care of them, maintain them. It's not an easy task. It's more of a burden. I can't stay out late because I have to get home because my dogs are in my fucking house. They need to go out. They need to be fed. They need to have things happen for them. Your kids can piss whenever they want to. They can use the bathroom, cook food for themselves, open the cabinet, eat whatever the fuck they want to eat, entertain themselves. Pets cannot do that. That is not an easier task to have an animal that can't do for themselves. 
children can do for themselves. You can have people you trust over at your house. You can drop your kids off at someone else's house to watch them. Who the fuck is allergic to a fucking child? People may not like them, but they're not allergic. People are allergic to dander, fur, cats, dogs, whatever it might be. There's allergies that inhibit people from being there, which means they can't be at your house. You're good friends. You have to clean yourself to hang out with them. You have much more of a burden with you when it comes to having loving and endearing pets than children. You have animals that cannot speak to you. You have to understand them. So you want to sit on your fucking high pedestal because you fucked a few times, squirted out a fucking child of 12, and now it's difficult for you. What's difficult for you is the fact that you didn't expect to have kids. You didn't expect life to be where it is at this point in time. Is it worse? No. It's just different. And you don't know how to adapt because you are seeing people around you without children that are having a good time that you thought you would be having at that point in time. Now, you're having experiences that these people are not having because you are a family and you have children. Now, no, you're not invited and welcome to everything and you shouldn't be. Kids should not be everywhere. Neither should fucking pets. This is something that should be universal. Now, it's not because everyone wants to bring fucking everything. Everyone have the same fuck interaction. Fuck all of you. That's not how the world is. Not everyone's fucking participation trophies and you're not welcome everywhere with your bullshit. Kids are hard. Making them was fun. Suck it up. Deal with the shit that you have to deal with because you fucked without a condom and you had a kid. It wasn't easy to give birth. It's not going to be easy to raise a child. But I didn't fuck to have a pet. I chose to have that pet. I was able to prepare for it, which, yeah, might seem easier. What's not easier is dealing with them, not being able to speak, and fearing for them because they can't fear for themselves. The older they get, the more helpless they become because they don't progress in abilities they maintain having a pet is not harder or easier than having a child it's just different different does not mean bad or good so parents stop shaming fucking people because they have pets instead of kids at this point in time who the fuck are you to judge others what if I said fuck you and your fucking dog fuck you and your fucking child Little fucker shits everywhere. Smells like fucking cabbage. You ever bathe that fucking thing? Oh, that's offensive to you? Then why are you saying my dog stings? And my dog can't pee there, can't lay there. Fuck you. Your kids are equally as disgusting as an animal is, but you don't want to hear it. So fuck off. Either stop judging, stop talking shit, or shut your fucking mouth. Because when people say shit to you that you say about the animals... It is fair fucking game. And you know what? The game ain't over yet. looks like that's all the time I've got for this episode. I want to thank you all again for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Don't forget to check out the No Phony Podcast Network. 
These guys are amazing. They've been able to help me grow as big as I have become, as international as we have got, and we've got some more international shows coming up. Uh, check these guys out, Politics with Dummies. We've got the Bats and Balls. They're just tons of great, great, great podcasts on this network. That's the no40network.com. There's going to be a link in this podcast description. Also check out the links as well as my partners on the hermanjames.com. It's the hermanjames.com. You're going to see that we have some specials running on there for some Sensi products. So you want your house to smell good because doesn't hit that button on the hermanjames.com. Check them out. You're also going to see Steve's attention to detail. That is a local Sacramento Stockton Bay Area detailing company. Steve's attention to detail is going to have your car washes that you want to have the inside outside detailing. He's running a $99 special now order the full package for car show quality detailing. Thanks for tuning in and I can't wait to be near his next time.